and welcome to Reverse Sequels. My name is Ellie, and with me, as always, is... Patrick. And on today's podcast, we are discussing Hollow Man 2. That's right. Hollow Man 2 is about the Invisible Man who's also a serial killer and was a former special forces agent. And now he's trying to get something called the buffer that is the cure to invisibilism. I don't know how you summarize that so well, because I was completely lost for a lot of this movie. Well, okay. I knew exactly what was going on. First of all, it was kicking ass. There's so many, many things to say about this movie. One, it was an enjoyable ride. Two, awesome. I don't know what to start with. <laughs> the setup, because I think that sets the tone, or all of the questions that I have. Oh, I mean, I want to start right off the bat with the first character who walks up to a pretty lady at a party and immediately says, I'm blah, 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 MD, and I kill monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> it was not a great opener. What? It was the best. <laughs> you mean not a great opener to a movie or an opening line to try to pick up a woman? Well, here's the thing. At first, I have written down, oh, this is a terrible open. The medical How dare benefit. You? But then within moments, I was proved so wrong. <laughs> yeah, I think we got to start with this intro because one, it was awesome. Two, it is one of your rules of movie going, one of Ellie's principles. If there's a boob within the first minute of the film, you're in for a great film. You're in for a wild ride. And this keeps true to the track record. I think if we go back and listen, I think this was established in Black Magic. I think the rule was if there are titties, this is the first time it was just one boob. Yeah. But I think it tracks so it i think was. you do only need one boob what's so funny is we rewound it so many times because we had to be sure we saw what we saw and indeed <laughs> well, we did as it's so out of place it didn't really make any sense so okay this guy walks up to a lady he's like i'm blah 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 md she's like oh what's your specialty and he just goes i kill monkeys and rats and other yes. things, but and mostly so monkeys. We're at a medical benefit, and another doctor interjects, and he said, "Oh, he's in medical research." He says, "No, <laughs> mostly just killing monkeys." Killing monkeys, and I love it. And does that ever even come back? No, no I thought we were going to see some monkeys at some point. No, we got to get back to this guy. I, I got his first name was Devin. I didn't get anything else. I call him Monkey Killer MD. <laughs> but so. Devin, after this, he starts getting tossed around by an invisible presence. <laughs> right, so he gets attacked right off the bat by the invisible man. And that's when he rips the woman's evening wear. Right, Her boob so flops out. Then he's taken into the bathroom. He's beaten senseless. Very violent. And then he's murdered with a SIM card. Oh my god, this was a great death. They slit his throat with part of a cell phone yeah, it was the insane battery? i'm not sure yeah so you just see the, the phone kind of floating because the invisible man has it and he takes the sim card out and then i think it's the battery and he's familiar with the invisible man there's precedent because right, he, he knows, knows what's is. going on and then here's where i knew this movie i was going to enjoy this movie 
It wasn't when that boob fell out? <laughs> no, it was when the voice of the invisible man comes through and says, don't tell anyone I was here. <laughs> oh, he and says you didn't see anything. You never saw me. Yeah. Well, and we should talk about that voice. So here's something I didn't know. Christian Slater is the invisible man. Now, hang on a second. I got a big question about that. <laughs> is he? Because we saw his face for 10 seconds. He's in two scenes. Was he even in this movie? So he, it's weird because he's the only star in the movie, but he's not the first build. He's fourth build. Oh, hang on. I beg to differ. What? Did you know somebody else who was in this? Yes. Who? The first build guy. Peter Fascinelli or whatever? Peter Fascinelli. He when was this, in Twilight, apparently. When this came out, I think he was... Yeah, it was maybe when Twilight came out. He was like a big to-do. I think he was not a big to-do. Maybe a medium to-do. Maybe a medium to-do, but I knew that name. I don't know how I knew it, but well, I knew it. he's no Christian Slater. Right. But this is definitely like a pre-Mr. Robot Christian Slater. I think this was a real low point in his career. They were like, we want you to be the Invisible Man. And he's like, eh, I don't know. They're like, don't worry. You only have to be in two scenes. You record a couple lines of dialogue. But I think not even all the lines of dialogue are his. No, because he has a very distinct voice. You can tell a Christian Slater voice. So sometimes I couldn't tell if he was doing some kind of weird, different voice, or if it was just straight up not Christian Slater. All I know is what a great gig. He was in this movie one minute, (laughs) and he's the star of the movie. Well, that goes into one of my main, main questions. But first, let's finish establishing this intro, and then I could ask away... Okay, so throat slit with the phone, cell phone then death. We get so our awesome. first scene of the invisible man. It's a bloody face outline. Yeah. So within three minutes, we get a horrible pickup line, a breast, a gruesome murder, a witty one liner, and then the blood face outline of the invisible right. man. I think the special in. effects were pretty cool. Oh, I was deep in. <laughs> wait, oh, wait, uh, wait, wait. Wait, you didn't think the special effects were good? <laughs> they were pretty good for what it was. Are you talking about the faceless hoodie driving a car? <laughs> yeah. Or the floating awesome. gun? Because those are two of my most favorite things I've ever seen. Um, I mean, some of the invisibility stuff was cool. I gotta say, how fun do you think it is acting? Right, just that pretending it... like you're getting beat up. You have to act across a, a gun on a wire. I thought it no. was super fun. What and they're they... like, don't worry, Christian Slater's gonna be added in later. So just pretend. Oh, man. That was good. Okay. Then... Also, wait. Oh, okay. In the intro, we get a couple references to things that are important. Right, the buffer. The buffer. He said, you don't kill me. You need to find Dr. Maggie Dalton. She has the buffer. Right. After the Invisible Man, I'm not going to say Christian Slater because I don't know who it was, <laughs> says, I'm getting worse. So, so many questions right here. What is the buffer? Why does he need it? What is he getting worse from? They explain all of that. No, no, they don't. What? Of course they do. I don't know. I What? They definitely do. All they explained was that he didn't receive the buffer after the experiment. I think you did. Missed... They explain what the buffer was. Yeah. And what it did. Yeah. What? <laughs> what I'll wait till we do? get to that part because there's a big info dump 
halfway through the movie where Maggie Dalton explains everything. Oh, she does. Okay. You probably just weren't writing it down fast enough because there was a lot of stuff in there. You know, I have eight pages of notes and I'm getting a little lost here already. There is a part that I don't understand either, so we'll we'll have to get to that. But I want to talk about when the fucking military shows up. (laughs) <laughs> and takes the police off of the case. Okay, you want to get That's to when it? it takes it up a notch. We've okay. already seen this murder. Two cops show up to investigate, Turner and Martinez. Right. And I think I have their full names. Greg Turner. Frank Turner. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> and what do you Wait. think Martinez's first name well, is? Well, Lisa. I knew okay. Lisa Martinez. Okay. Wait a second. I made it a point of writing down his first name. After they called him that, did they make a mistake in the movie? Because he did, when he was talking to his boss right. at the precinct, they did a lot of Tom, Frank, Frank, Tom. But at one point, someone called him Greg. I don't know, man. That was his nickname. They gave a lot of cool little, like, throwaway background details about Turner. Like, there's one just real random point where Martinez is like, you finally lost that Arizona tan. You're one of us now. And I was like, oh, cool. I guess he came from Arizona. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't have have anything to do with the rest of the movie. Had no point to the plot, but I guess he just got there from Arizona. It was important, I guess. Um, We get introduced to Dr. William Reisner of the Reisner Institute. Of the Reisner Institute. And he... They work with the Pentagon. They work with the Pentagon. So now we have the classic cops versus feds. The cops are on the case. The feds are like, we're taking over. We'll keep you on the case. You can be the bodyguards for Maggie Dalton. Maggie Dalton, right. That was their mistake, letting Turner still stay involved. I love Turner. such a great rogue cop. He's yelling at his captain, this isn't right. Oh, yeah. What aren't they telling us? So good. Oh, my God. So much. Okay. So then we get introduced (laughs) to... Maggie Dalton. I got a lot to say. I got a lot to say about the Dalton sisters. (laughs) So first we meet Maggie. She's wearing the craziest outfit I've ever seen. It's 2007. I don't know why a grown woman would be wearing this. I don't remember the outfit. What was she wearing? Are you kidding me? She's wearing like... Weird sneakers with long jeans over it. Long and jeans. then a camisole with a sweater over it. She looks like a Disney preteen. I don't understand why an adult woman scientist is dressed this way. I don't know. Also, she's got the Demi Moore haircut from Ghost. Yeah, she's got a short haircut. And then they do a flashback and she has long hair. Right, well, you got to establish time. <laughs> but why do you think she cut her hair? Well, like... It's for the flashback, clearly. <laughs> Like, she lost her job, and she was like, all right, I'm cutting all my hair off. The long hair was way better because it hid her long neck. This was really distracting. She had the longest neck I've ever seen. I really wanted to look up this actress to see if she was, like, a ballerina for the first 20 years of her life. I want to see if she was one of those women that put the rings around her neck to stretch it out. I want to see if she can, like, drink water you know, at a greater rate than the average person. <laughs> I mean, usually we don't talk during movies, but when it's a movie like this, I mean, it's impossible not to. And you just blurted out, she looks like a brontosaurus. <laughs> yeah, she would turn her head and it was insane. So then, all right, so when Martinez and Turner first meet her and then they walk out, Martinez says something like, 
oh, like, like hints that he was in love with Dalton because she was so good looking. And he was like, well, I don't know. I didn't even notice. And she's like, yeah, right. She could melt concrete with those blue eyes. Oh, okay. That's another thing. The writing <laughs> on this movie was something else. Then Turner said, they were green. <laughs> Which, like, who was looking at her eyes? Did you see her neck? Also, How did they kind of not comment on that? I think they were blue. I don't know what color they were. So here, can I just lay into some of my questions? <laughs> Go for it. Who is the main character of this movie? Turner. No. Who do you think it is? The Invisible Man. <laughs> but yeah, but he's not in it enough. Or why isn't it Maggie Dalton? I don't know. I don't... Turner is why not... Why isn't it Maggie Dalton? Because she, could she needed only, somebody to protect her. She can only be a love a interest. Rough Arizona cop. <laughs> Here's another Going thing. Going rogue. You know what I hate in a movie? Maggie Dalton has blonde hair. His partner, Lisa Hernandez, has brown hair. Okay. Why does there always need to be opposing-haired women? The brown-haired <laughs> woman is the smart desk woman. The blonde woman's the love interest. Knock it off. She smart. She was a scientist. Have two blondes. Have two brunettes. Why is it so hard to have two similar-haired women in a movie? Why do they have to be such opposites? This is the partner. This is the love interest. When clearly they're kind of making it, Lisa Hernandez is into to Frank Greg Turner. Greg Turner. <laughs> I mean, I had a lot of questions, and that wasn't any of them. What? I had no idea who the main character was. Chemistry. Are these two supposed to have chemistry? <laughs> they did not. I have this written down three times. Is there supposed to be chemistry between Dalton and Turner? Yeah, if there was, it was wrong. No, no, they had no chemistry together at all. I mean, and also, he I think he was in love with his partner. He just keeps talking about Martinez the whole time. Well, I don't think he was because she had brown hair. <laughs> Let's be real. Yeah, but at least she had long hair and a normal size neck. So I think that part of the movie, it was hard to find the main character because I didn't know the motivation. I didn't know the, the invisible man's motivation was to get the buffer, which what is that about? Or I didn't know Turner's motivation... Until 40 minutes in, he finally gets motivation, which is when, are we ready for this big reveal? Lisa Martinez gets murdered at the hands of the Invisible Man. Okay, you just skipped over the most important part of the whole movie. Oh, what what about the teenager sex tape? We'll get back to that. And we got to get back to Heather. But I just, I have so many questions. I'm going to jump around. It's so hard to go in order. Um, okay, before we get to the brutal murder of Turner's partner, we gotta get to, let's talk a little bit about Heather, since we were talking about Maggie Dalton. Okay, right, her sister shows up. This is one of the weirdest underwritten characters I've ever seen. First of all, Heather arrives on a scooter. She has (laughs) a a necktie belt, which was so popular in the 2000s, and she has a, a bouquet of flowers, and she says, you missed it. Um, what did she miss? What did her sister miss? So, Maggie thinks it was a concert, and then she's like, it wasn't a concert. It was a poetry slam. <laughs> <laughs> her scientist sister, who's under surveillance from the police, couldn't make her poetry, poetry slam. slam. Was it her poetry slam? Like, was she performing poetry, or was she just there? Or were they going together? I assumed that because they had her carrying flowers... Someone gave her flowers for her 
slam performance. Oh, okay. I like that. Oh, so so, 2000. So Heather is a freshman at UW. The whole movie takes place in Seattle, by the way. So she goes to the University of Washington. Um, But there's like a weird part where Turner sees a picture of them on like a dresser. And he's like, oh, you two must be close. And then Dalton, like apropos of nothing, is like, or am I overcompensating? What? Right. right. Like, I And I feel like maybe I made this up, but did Heather say something like, lost in your work, just like mom? Do they not have parents? <laughs> is the older sister, like, taking care of her? Does everyone just have a really built-up weird backstory that yes. they're all playing off of? Which I think is cool. They all have these elaborate backstories that we just get one sentence about uh, in the script, which, I mean, I don't mind. All right, now... I was edging this scene a little bit. Let's get back to it. While the cops are on surveillance at Maggie Dalton's house, the Invisible Man is planning his approach, his attack. So he's in a neighboring house looking through the blinds, staking out Maggie Dalton's house. Where two (laughs) teens are experimenting with sex. And the sex tapes. Right. All oh, the camcorders in this movie. Everyone has a camcorder. Everybody has the green night vision. And the girl even says, don't Paris me. I didn't know that was a verb. I never heard it used that don't way. Don't Paris me. They're filming her through the green night vision. She has the creepiest boyfriend who's so gross. <laughs> and I mean, this girl is cute and adorable. And he, why? Why couldn't we get a better boyfriend? Are all teen boy scumbags? Yeah. He just had this long, weird haircut, he and he good, kept going, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He had a good body once. Uh, I like she turned yeah. the tables on him after she took her top off. She's like, all right, it's your turn. Right, he got real into it real quick. <laughs> but while they're looking through the night vision camera, they see the invisible man walk through. He walks back and forth in front of the camera like ten times while they're making the sex tape. Which I think the key point was... It establishes that he can be seen on night vision. Yeah, but it establishes that like three times. Also, maybe he's just fucking with them. Yeah, that's what I want to know. Like, was he going to watch? Was he going to do anything? Is he so focused on Maggie Dalton he's not even going to... I have questions too because he's so violent and homicidal and angry. I wanted to know if those were part of being invisible part of the experiment well well, okay now that you've mentioned that we got to get into then the backstory of the invisible man even though it's later in the movie but we find out all about it his name is michael griffin yes he was in special forces he's played by christian slater but one of the characters in the movie colonel bishop is griffin's former commanding officer yes and he gives a little bit of insight he gives this great speech where he goes Griffin has always operated on the edge of anarchy. In combat, he goes deep and he goes black. Then he says later that Griffin committed war crimes while he was in Iraq. Yeah. So this answers maybe a couple questions. Does invisibility make you homicidally violent or was he already like this? Right. I don't know because they're talking about how something went wrong with the experiment. So it makes it seem like. You know, they're like, oh, there's these horrible side effects. So I thought it was going to be like, yeah, you get to be invisible, but you turn into a murderer. Because he straight up, they say, is a serial killer. Right, which is very, very weird. Because why? So the whole idea behind the Invisible Man Project is to create super soldiers for the U.S. Army, military. So were they picking people who were already 
predisposed to violence, to be right. like silent ninja murderers, or did the experiment result in this homicidal, evil, sick, twisted version? Because the Invisible Man, there's zero sympathy for him. No, he's, he's the very, worst. He's evil. He's a villain. Which also, is this a horror movie? What genre of movie is this? It is a horror movie. There's jump scares. There's yeah. There's it's scary and there's bloody murder. Three titty scenes, which I quoted you. That you said I like a horror movie with titties in it. Those are usually the best ones. What was the third one? I got the opening titty, the sex tape titty. Oh, maybe it was just what's her name in the bra. I thought hers oh. were gonna pop out. Oh, Maggie no. Dalton. I knew were we were more? gonna see hers. So I don't know. I kind of wish they had gone into that more. Is did the invisibility make him homicidal, or did you just make a serial killer invisible? That's a pretty big fuck. But up. also, what are the odds? I mean, is I don't it- know, right? The guy that we chose, but they they knew he committed war crimes already. Yeah, I don't know. This was there was a lot of weirdness going on. Here's a question I have: Where did he get grenades? Yeah, are those flashbangs too? Were like what? Did he pull them off their belts or something? Oh, I I thought he just. Already had those. Maybe because he's military, ex-military. So, like, after you get out of the army, you just keep some grenades? Also... A souvenir? Is he super strong? Because he's not just, like, pushing people to the ground. They're flying into things and through things and out of control. At one point, the Invisible Man gets hit by a car really badly, really severely... And then he's fine. He's totally fine. He just takes some more invisible juice, and then he seems to be healed. Well, I thought he was stuck in invisibility. I, why would he take more invisible juice? No, I thought I mean, that was like a healing juice. Well, fuck. We'll have to talk about that too. No, I think he. I think he wants to be invisible. I thought he needed the buffer because the point of the buffer was to release you from invisibility. No. And the evil you, Reisner was no. like, "Don't give him the buffer because that'll keep him invisible." All right, we'll get to that. Let's go back to when he kills Martinez. Then, okay, which was a shocker. I couldn't believe it. I thought she was a main character. Then she, she was gets great. Bashed in the head, and then they're doing CPR on her. So I thought, oh, she's going to come back, and then Maggie's no. like, oh, she's dead. Well, here's the deal: Maggie does not give a shit about Martinez <laughs> being murdered. Maggie has zero sympathy. They go back to the police station. Everyone's broken up about it. Maggie could not care less. I think Maggie's a sociopath because this is huge. Martinez was a huge character. What the hell? Yeah. Well, she's mad about being used as bait. She's scared for her life. I don't know. Also, wait. She says, look, I'm not too worried about him. Let's just drive to Oregon. He'll die within a month Mm -hmm. without the buffer or whatever. How long has this been? Has it been six months? Because she said she's been unemployed for six months. Yeah. But then they flash back to talking about they started the program five years ago. But then rebooted it one year ago. Okay. That's what I thought. Because I'm trying to keep my timeline for our predictions, which we still have to get into. I actually think her plan was good. Let's just get away from him and then he'll die. But... Turner's like, no way, he killed my partner. I'm getting revenge. Right, so finally we get motivation for Turner, which is revenge on his partner. Why does he help stupid Maggie? Because he wants to know her experiment. Jeez. Right, he wants to know why his partner died. What, yeah. And what for. Oh, which I like was that. good. But um, it took so long for her to give it up. I mean, you're on the run from the feds. 
Right. You know what part I like was great when the Invisible Man is chasing after them, and then there was like a vegan who's saying bacon is murder, and the Invisible Man just straight killed him. Yeah, he threw him through a window. <laughs> I wonder if there was a message in there. Invisible Man hates vegans. <laughs> yes. There was so much weird stuff. Also, when he gave himself what I thought was healing juice, and you thought it was invisibility juice, is he at his house? It looks He's got like, like a he weird just... little bunker. But it looks like he snuck in a door that someone else opened. Does someone else live there by day? I don't know, but he had a little suitcase that he was keeping somewhere. What is in the suitcase? <laughs> in the little suitcase was a bunch of invisibility juice. Because it's got to be that. First of all, he injects it in his eyeball. He goes back to being invisible. But that but heals later, him? I don't, that part I don't understand. But later he takes that and he tries to shoot up Maggie with it to turn her invisible. So it's definitely got to be invisible juice. Because he okay, wouldn't be trying yeah, to... Yeah, okay, that makes sense. But do they ever explain why he has a whole suitcase full of it? No, they do not. No. And then I guess my other big question is, so he's been naked the whole time? Yeah. He's been running around, yeah. flopping around That's the what... whole time, yes. murdering people naked? He's a naked serial killer. So good. That's, this movie's so good. That's also, that's just got to be weird to navigate. <laughs> that's why I was hoping at the end when the invisibility juice wears off and you see Christian Slater for his second scene of the movie, well, I really thought they were going to show his dick. Here's the thing. But it's implied that he's butt-ass naked. Um, I mean, he does have some scarring on his face. Were mm-hmm. those his healed injuries from... The car accident. No, no. I mean, he also falls out too. of a three-story window and he doesn't die. What, does what are the powers that come with being invisible? I know. I Is it invisibility had, plus? I wish they had talked more about that because yeah, is he supposed to be super strong or is it because he's a soldier? But Christian Slater doesn't really look like a soldier. I don't know. Right. I don't know what's going on. But okay, here's the point where we get the big info dump from Maggie. Okay. When Turner breaks her out of the police station. I have a lot of this written down too, but I want to know what the buffer is. Okay. First of all, the way she explains it is so funny to me. She's like, all right, fine. I'll I'll explain it all to you. Five years ago, we broke the code for human invisibility. (laughs) Yes, I have that. (laughs) And then she's like, we started program Silent Night spelled with a K. Yeah, so the code name is Silent Night. It It was to make an undetectable soldier... But something went wrong. They did all these experiments. All but two were killed. Light kills their cells, so they can't be exposed to light. Right. Okay, so there's a flaw. There's horrible side effects. There's there's radiation. It damages the cells. It's basically like having a bunch of different cancers. Yes. Um, But then I also like it. He's explaining all this stuff. And then Dalton's like, just make it simple. Like, this is, or sorry. Then Turner's like, just make it simple. So this is too confusing for me. Right. And then so she skips over a bunch of probably good information. Right. So then she's like, okay, so I created this thing called the buffer to stop the cell death. So this buffer is like the cure for the flaw of invisibility. But I thought the cure for the flaw of invisibility was going back to visibility. No, I don't know where you got that from. Because that would make sense. What's the cure for invisibility? Visibility. It's not a... It's not a thing that needs to be cured. You want to be invisible, but it's killing you. And so you need the buffer to stay alive. Okay. But here's my question. Here's the thing that I don't understand, and I don't think they ever explained it. She says, we gave the buffer to this person, but then he died anyway, and something went wrong with the buffer, and they show all these scenes of a funeral. He gets a full military funeral. But then she's like, no, it turns out they never gave him the buffer. 
She's like, I tried to figure out what went wrong with the buffer, but it turns out they never gave it to him. Uh, huh? Did they fake his death? Right. Why? Right. Why did they not give him the buffer? Why, if they're trying to create this super soldier, because at first he was killing like their political enemies, but then we find out later he kind of went rogue and just started killing whoever he wanted because he's a serial killer. Right. And we get all this information from a man named Timothy Lawrence. <laughs> but which... why, why didn't they give him the buffer? Why did they fake his death even to Dalton? Maybe they. I mean, I want to know if there was a time frame on the buffer. Maybe after he killed the political people, they didn't give him the buffer to let him die. Like, you know, your job is done. Okay. Okay. But I don't know the timeline. That makes sense. I like that. I want to get to Timothy Lawrence because in going with that funeral, Timothy Lawrence is like a deep throat character. (laughs) Yeah, he's been secretly texting Maggie. Which, where did he get a phone? He lives in a weird warehouse. How did he get her number? Who knows? Um... So he said, there weren't two of us. There were three of us. And he's another invisibility survivor. Right. He said, the first one lasted eight days. I'm number two. And the third one is... Griffin. Griffin. Wait, so... And he's fucked up looking. He's got lesions. He's got... He looks like a ghoul. We got three cancers. But now here's the thing. He doesn't last long either because he's going to die in battle with the other invisible man. Which one... Then, do we get his full name because he's going to be in the first one? Is where is he supposed oh. to be? Why do we get his full name? Or is number one, the eight days guy, the original Hollow Man? Right? Hmm. Wouldn't you think from this project, Silent Night, the main character's got to be one or two? No. And then Here's this the- would cover up Timothy Lawrence's face being covered would cover that actor. I didn't, but we saw... Who he was, he was just all fucked up looking. Yeah, but, I mean, you wouldn't be able Could to be tell. Anywhere. No, I think that the whole five years, that's what we're getting for original Hollow Man. I think they're like, five years ago we did this. That's the original. Right. Then one year ago we started it back up. That's this These three. Okay, okay. We don't have to get into those yet, but I just wanted to bring that up here and now. Because okay. we're talking about Timothy Lawrence. I don't know why we get his full name then. That's odd to me. I mean, we get everybody's full name. Why wouldn't we get a name? Who's number one, then? <laughs> I don't know. Give his name. Why? I don't know. We're getting everyone's name. Um, <laughs> that didn't bother me. Then my other question, though, was, does Christian Slater, the Invisible Man, number three, look like number two? We hadn't seen him yeah. the whole movie. Yeah, at the very end, we see him and he's all fucked up. But I think that's from the car accident. He got stabbed with a pen. He fell out of a window. Oh. No, like, I thought it was from the cancer. I don't know. That's a good question. I'm not sure. Also, is he driving cars? We see. He's doing it all, man. He's driving a car wearing a hoodie, and we just see this empty hoodie driving a car. That's one of my favorite parts that of the movie. That was maybe my favorite part of the whole movie. <laughs> also, the floating gun. But the hoodie driving? <laughs> mm. Chef's kiss. Mm-hmm. So good. So good. All right. Now we're getting to the crux. Heather got kidnapped. She's being used as collateral to get Maggie Dalton. Maggie gets kidnapped. She's going to be injected with invisibility juice. But then they drop the gun because they're all in like a giant train station. And Turner injects himself with invisibility juice. Right. So this is real confusing to me. One, it's a train station that has a mall in it. It seems like. So they go into this changing room. Why is he going to put invisibility juice in her? I don't know. 
But so no one knows he's kidnapped her, so she has to make the buffer for both of them. I guess. I mean, I honestly don't know either. Very strange. But yeah, so Frank gets it. He's pointing a gun and he's outside the dressing room, and then a little girl comes out, and it's just Turner pointing a gun at like yeah. an eight year old. I like that. I enjoyed that. Um, and then, yeah, Turner injects himself with the invisibility juice. I thought that was cool. It's like he's a superhero now. Yeah. And he kind of goes rogue. It's so crazy. Then we just get insane thing after insane thing. Right. So Turner goes after Reisner. Yes. And Reisner... We, we haven't talked about Reisner a lot, but he is in the movie a lot. Yes. Throughout the movie, he's pulling the strings. He's o- ordering the military around. He's a, a, a big bad guy. So he's getting attacked by an invisible man. He thinks it's Griffin, and he's like, hey, I'll get you the buffer. Like, you don't have to kill me. But then Turner reveals it's him. Right. Then we show, you see the another floating gun. It's floating, like, pointing at Reisner. And I'm like, oh, is Turner going to shoot him? Because Turner's the good guy. He's right. the hero. No, we couldn't he have that. He shoot a guy in cold blood. But luckily, Reisner just starts backing up to get away from him. And he backs right into traffic. He, he gets, gets hit, hit by, by a car. Tra- oh, my God. It's so fucking funny. And they just show his bloody glasses. But if it's- that worked on <laughs> Reisner, why didn't it work on the Invisible Man? What, just making him back into traffic? No, I, he got so hit by a car that he hit the front, hit the window, hit the roof, and then rolled through a plate glass window. I'm just still hung up on that, oh, gotcha. that he didn't die. Reisner's old. And he got Christian hit by Slater's a truck. Christian a young super soldier. God, getting hit by the truck was so funny. It's It was like the ending of Why Did I Get Married? Remember? When- it was, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was so good. So I think that this is another new rule. Anybody getting unexpectedly hit by a truck is so inherently funny. funny. It's so funny. They used it well in Mean Girls. It's right. just so funny. Oh, God. We have the Invisible Man is holding Maggie hostage. He's like, make me the buffer. But he's like, test it out on yourself first. So she injects herself with it. Then she injects him with it. But then we have a showdown with the both well, invisible he, men. Yeah, he tries to kill her anyway, even after he got the buffer. Right, because, you know, he, he got it. He got what he needed. No loose ends. But then she says... That wasn't the buffer. <laughs> that was rat poison. Where, he wasn't watching? Where did she get this rat poison from? Maybe, he wasn't looking at her make this shit? Maybe she made it herself. And then, um, but she was willing to inject herself with it. But come on, this guy's been through a lot. She's going to survive. I was surprised by that. I don't know. If you inject rat poison right into your veins, I think veins, so. you can survive. Hey, maybe. But why? Maybe because she didn't get a big dose. I think she just okay. tested a little. Also, for the buffer, you only need it once, and then you're good forever. Unclear. I don't know if they ever explain that. But is Turner gonna need the buffer too? Is he gonna get cancer now? Oh well. So oh, there's so much. First, before that, though, we have an invisible rain fight. Oh, God, that was so cool. That's why I'm saying the special effects were pretty cool. I thought the I rain mean, fight was cool. I love the stuff like that, the rain fight. I love it when he lifted the hoodie up and there was no arm. Yeah. But uh, it, oh, it, yeah. That looks cool. Or he's wearing a balaclava and his eyes, you could see through the other side. Yeah. That stuff was awesome. That's cool. But that hoodie driving a car, <laughs> I don't know. And the gun on the wire. So, so there's a big fight and then... You start to see Christian Slater like come reappear, invisible, yeah. reappear, and then Turner kills him with a shovel in the abdomen. Yeah, what a weird way to kill somebody. That's when I thought we were going to see his dick because I thought they were going to show Ew. the shovel going through. Ew. 
I didn't say I wanted it. I just thought that was going to happen. So now Turner is invisible. Maggie wakes up in the hospital. Her sister's taking care of her. She's going to be okay. Now Maggie's waiting on Turner. There's this hint of a love story. There's this hint of a third one. No, thanks. I don't think they should have a love story. I'm okay with there being a third movie. I didn't mean no thanks to that. I mean no thanks to Turner and Dalton. Just so much happened in this movie, but it was a wild, fun ride. Um, I had low expectations, and they were blown away. I thought this movie kicked ass. Oh, because oh, I did too. There was blood. There was titties. There was humor. Everything Sometimes you wanted. Sometimes unintentional. Here's the thing, because in talking about the chemistry, remember... Um, Turner pulls Dalton in for a fake kissing distraction. Oh, right. That was gross. I wrote no in big (laughs) letters and circled it. But I will say, he was walking away. And you know what I noticed? What? He had a real juicy booty. Oh, gross. He, they were in disguise and he was wearing like a brown hoodie and brown pants. How did it compare to Mark Ruffalo's? I want to do a side-by-side. Is Peter Ferricelli Hollywood's best-kept secret now? I mean, here's my thing. I had to write it down because I took note of it, and I'm like, you know what? Just like boobs in the first minute, what's going on with all these male butts? Hidden male butts. I gotta say, I didn't notice that at all. So you're telling me he's just naked right now, running around with that butt flapping in the wind? No, no. when we saw him at the end outside Maggie's hospital, he was wearing a hoodie. But we only saw him from the waist up. He might have just been a hoodie, no pants. <laughs> okay, are you ready to get into predictions? Not really, but one thing I know for a fact is that Kevin Bacon is in the original. Right, that's all I knew about this whole franchise Me was, too. was Kevin Bacon. I figured he wasn't in the second one because I had heard of Hollow Man. I had never heard of Hollow Man 2 so I assumed nobody was in it and it was going to be a piece of shit. But what's it was crazy, actually awesome. It, what's crazy to me is I feel like Kevin Bacon to Christian Slater is such a smooth transition. Yeah. To me, they're on such par. I, I agree. I like both of them. I don't know why. I'm going to assume Kevin Bacon is in more of it. Uh, definitely. Definitely. I think he's going to be part of the original Silent Knight. No, I don't think there is a Silent Knight. No? Here's my prediction. Okay, you go first because I'm lost. It does take place five years ago. Five years ago, they well, five years before this movie. And some scientists did break the code for human invisibility. Gotcha. I don't think it's a super soldier thing because I don't see Kevin Bacon as a super soldier. No, I... Th- okay. I don't see Christian... Here's the thing. I think it either, definitely but. is. I think it's military. Maybe he's a volunteer. I think he's either a volunteer or I think he's a scientist. Right. I think he might be the scientist who experiments on himself. Right. Who becomes invisible. Because isn't that what happened in the original Invisible Man yeah. book? So, but I do think the military's funding this to create super soldiers. I think there's military involved. But I don't think Kevin Bacon's a serial killer. Right, right. I don't think it's as dark as this one. Right, I don't think so either. But I think he's a scientist. And then I think what's going to happen, I don't know. It, I think it's going to be a little bit... So this one's so dark and murder-driven. I think the original one is going to be more science-driven. Trying to find a cure... And then using the benefits of invisibility. I think it will definitely be a little more light. But maybe he's stuck there and he's trying to figure out how to get unstuck. Right. That's kind of what I was thinking too. But also I might be thinking about it all wrong. I'm just used to Kevin Bacon kind of being a good guy. But it is a horror movie, right? I mean, Yeah. So maybe he is a murderer. 
I don't think he's a murderer, but I think... I don't either, but then who is? Like, is there a bad guy? Is I it think, just the... Yeah, he'll have to is uncover... Is he just on the run? He'll have to uncover a plot. Maybe okay. how they wanted to use this program for more nefarious purposes. I think as a scientist and as a regular guy, he's going to have to infiltrate some high-level Pentagon stuff. Gotcha, gotcha. And they're okay. going to be trying to kill him, kind of like a fugitive. Right, but then it's more of a suspense thriller than a horror movie. That's and I, okay. In my mind, it's a horror movie. Okay. It's okay. How many Why don't you go pairs th- of breasts do you think we're going to see? Probably none. That's what I love about sequels. I feel like <laughs> breasts in the first 10 seconds are a sequel trope. That's true. Okay, why don't you go that way? I'm going to go the other direction and say it is a horror movie and that he's a bad guy. And that it, Maybe it's a Jekyll and Hyde kind of thing. Okay. Maybe the invisibility does make him more violent yeah, and gotcha. more murderous. Maybe he's wrestling with that. Maybe he's killing people, but he feels bad about it. Maybe when we see him uninvisible, we'll see the humanity. But then when he's invisible, okay, he's killing people. So you have invisible man. He's Jekyll and Hyde. I have more. He's invisible. He's testing it. He's stuck that way. He's trying to figure it out. Maybe there's a time clock. If I don't become yeah. uninvisible by the end of the week, I'm stuck forever. But I have to solve this case. The Pentagon is trying to make super soldiers and commit war crimes. Okay. All right. I don't know which way to go. I like both. A lot of it's just I'm hung up on Kevin Bacon. I almost wish I didn't know he was in it. Do you think any of the this cast will be in it? No. no Do you no, no. think we will see a hoodie? That I want to know. No, but I think we'll see the classic Invisible Man like bandages over the face. I would like to see nose. bandages. I like the rain. This one had blood, which was new. Do you think we'll see any other kind of liquid covering? I mean, honey rain, mustard. Rain is classic. <laughs> he falls into a vat. A vat of honey mustard? I could see it. No, I think I think there'll be rain just because that's so classic. Right. You can't not have rain with it's the so musical good. man. Maybe some like flower. I mean, they did. So, <laughs> you know what I mean, like he's walking through, leaving footprints. Oh, like dust? Yeah, that would yeah. be good. I mean, this one did a lot with you know footsteps in the carpet and on the grass. I hope there's more of that because I like that kind of thing. I know there were like pages turning in the background. There was cool stuff there. Yeah, I think there'll be a love interest of some kind. You do? Yeah. I thought the love would be science. No. I think there's a love interest. Hmm. Okay. Man, okay. this is hard. They really don't give us a lot because they give us this big info dump, but it's like they're explaining what's happening in this movie. Right. I don't know if they explained anything that happened in the last one. Maybe, like, I feel like that stuff with the buffer is new. Right. Completely. But I think that, you know, maybe they need to explain it. I'm going with, I don't know, I'm going with the he's a bad guy, he's murdering people, and then he'll get killed at the end. I think he's a good guy a out hero. to seek information, a la Dr. Richard Kimball. All right, I can't wait now to yeah. see. Dueling predictions. It's been a while yes. since we had that. All right, well, as always, I'm Patrick. And I'm Ellie. And we'll Don't see you next time. Bye. Reverse sequels.